Welcome to The Art of Badassery, where I explore what it takes to live life on your own terms, break free from the status quo, and unleash your inner badass. Whether you're a rebel at heart or simply seeking inspiration to step outside your comfort zone, this podcast is for you. I'm your host, Mahara Wayman, and each week I dive into the stories, insights, and strategies of those who have mastered the art of badassery and are living life to the fullest. They smile when no one is looking. On this episode of The Art of Badassery, I chat with entrepreneur Faith Christensen. Faith shares her journey of moving to Africa with her family and leaving behind their comfortable life, which led to homelessness and essential lessons about minimalism. She emphasizes the importance of trusting yourself and making small decisions toward change while tackling acceptance and limiting beliefs. She also shares her expertise in simplifying technology and marketing strategies for women to achieve financial independence and confidence. Faith trusts the universe and listens to her inner voice to succeed. She shares with us her personal and business struggles, including shutting down a very successful business that just wasn't aligned with her values. Trust me, folks, Faith is a dynamo and our conversation is loaded with tips. Enjoy. Welcome, everyone, to the show. My name is Mahara, and it's time for another episode of The Art of Badassery, where we showcase extraordinary individuals who embody the spirit of fearlessness and inspire us all to embrace our own badassery. Um, I'm your host, Mahara, and today I have a guest who personifies resilience and determination. Please join me in welcoming Faith Christensen. Faith, it's such a pleasure to have you on the show. Your journey from a small rural town plagued by poverty to becoming a force in the marketing and tech world is nothing short of badass. Can you share with our listeners how your early experiences of preaching and teaching, your words, not mine, shaped who you are today? (laughs) So I think that something that's really important is we all have this little inner voice, right? So for me, from young, it's been to help people, to inspire people, I guess what you call preaching, right? Inspire people to believe in themselves and be the cheerleader for people. So it became like natural, putting me in a job, telling me what to do, not allowing me to express myself fully kind of doesn't work out. I tend to get fired or I quit. Um, But being an entrepreneur, it just come naturally to me, being able to help people and, and speak our truth. Because I know before we were talking, before the show, we were talking about women thinking they need to be superheroes and extra in order to be badass. When some days when life hits you, it legit is just waking up, putting your clothes on, you know, forget the makeup some days, right? It's just showing up. And I think we live in a world where Instagram highlights and stuff like that has taken over. And so many women feel like they're not good enough. They're not smart enough. Like they can't do something. And that's just not the way it is. There is someone out there that needs their help in whatever way, someone that's praying for their solutions. So being a badass some days, like you said before, legit just showing up and trusting God, the universe, whatever you believe in that he's going to magnify it and take us where we need to go so have you ever felt like have you always felt this way or have you ever felt like those women where you're like hey what the what's going on in my world oh god 
<laughs> God, no. I don't think that there's anyone that can say they feel like a badass all the time because they'd be Eliza Minnelli. Um, there have been moments in my life where I have settled. So one of the things I was talking about on social media this morning is that, you know, it's so easy to settle, right? So I was running a six-figure business. Everybody thought I was successful on social media, um, but behind the scenes, I was living a very different life. And I had to, I stayed in that relationship for five years before I made the decision that I legit can't take this anymore. I shut a six-figure business that had employees. So I knew that when I was shutting that, I was ending their working thing as well. Um, I left, I moved from Africa back to Australia again. And I started from scratch, like legit in a homeless shelter at two o'clock in the morning, evacuating because a drunk had set the hostel on fire. Right. So did, am I badass all the time? Hell no. I think there are all moments in our lives right now where we don't feel like a badass and we have to choose to step into our personal power in those moments rather than just shrinking and settling. Because sometimes, let's be honest, it's freaking scary, some of the decisions we have to make. Some of them, two marriages down, some of the decisions we have to make are hard, right? But we all can be a badass just by making those small decisions to step forward despite the fear, right? I, I love that you said that. And, you know, it's it's a recurring theme with my guests is this mm -hmm. idea of I can do hard. And I think that's mm -hmm. a many women, many people in general, is this understanding that when push comes to shove, when the chips are down, whatever those all those, you know, those sayings are that we can pull out of the air. But really, we do have a choice in everything that we do. And we can choose to get through. We can choose to manage hard. Can you tell, share? Mm -hmm with us because you said a couple things that I'm sure my listeners are going wait I want to know more about that what I heard <laughs> you had a business in Africa and after six years or was that six years you shut it down even though it was very successful Yes. So I was running a humanitarian in project in Africa where I had a foundation over there that ran a food bank and it ran a employment for women. Um, and it was funded by e-commerce. So I had a big e-commerce um, brand with affiliates and everything in it. And, you know, sometimes you get to that point where you have that inkling, I can't do this anymore. I don't want to. This is not in alignment. And you go, no, no, no and and you make excuses or you settle and I made like I just made the decision this is it like when my life was put in danger guns held in my face I'd had that before but this was the moment where I'm like no that's it and it was making $135,000 a year like it wasn't a small business it wasn't a small decision I was scared out of my brain to shut that because you know, you, you as business owners, we know how hard it is sometimes to build a six-figure business, right? Um, let alone one that's funding an, a whole separate project. So sometimes we have to go, this doesn't align with me personally. I think a lot of women don't put themselves first. Like we've always been taught, you know, we, we look after everyone, we sacrifice, we help, right? And sometimes it comes at the cost of our mental well-being. And I remember how many moments I thought, God, I just don't want to be here anymore. Like, I just don't want to be in the world anymore. It's all too hard, right? But 
you kept pushing because you know oh, you can't think like that. Like you can't, you can't, you can't not help people. And it was a very scary decision to have to go. You know what? I'm putting myself first. I'm putting my daughter first. And unfortunately, my husband and I just didn't align. And I had to end that relationship. And ending that relationship also meant ending a business that we had built and so many other things. It was. A truly scary moment, but one that now three years, four years past it, I am so thankful I did because I truly believe if I'd kept going the way I was going, I would have killed myself or I would have been killed, you know? I uh, thank you for sharing that with us. I know there's so much more to that story, but I'm really curious on the heels of that, when you're back in Australia, were mm. you able to recognize just the strength that that took like did you do you sit back and think wow that was awesome that I just did that or did it take a long while for you to see your way out of that the trauma of it all in all honesty it took a long while like I did not see the amazingness of that decision or my badassery as you call it for a good couple of years right? I thought I had made a mistake. I felt guilty. Sometimes we can feel guilt and shame around the decisions that we make that are better for us, right? Because we're taught to be selfless, especially as women. So no, it wasn't something that I was proud of. It was not something that I felt good about for a number of years um, afterwards. But I do believe that sometimes we make these scary decisions and we may not know in the moment what the outcome of that is but it's worth it but sometimes it takes time to see those things you know I agree and I, that's why I asked the question because I think I, you know in my own business with clients I meet a lot of women that once they've made the decision to work on themselves and I, I count myself as one of these women I wanted it now like I wanted to see the growth and understand and and like you know lord if you're going to give me these trials and I survive them can I not feel, I want to feel the feels that I'm looking for, but it does take time. Um, and every story is different. So I, I really wanted to highlight that. And I thank you for saying that. What's the biggest thing you learned about that experience though, other than you can do hard? Was there anything else that I you- I heard recently someone say to me, we're always saying to ourselves, it's too hard. It's so hard, right? But she gave me a reframe, which I think was really helpful, was she said, it's not hard, it's just new. So I can do new things, right? And I thought that was a really powerful reframe. For me, I learned that everything is always happening for us. And you said something before about, you know, um, not knowing in the moment. Guess what? Sometimes we're not energetically ready for what we're asking for, right? So we have to grow into that person that can handle it. And the other thing is we always have to be remembering that everything is happening for us, not to us. Because I see in my business, a lot of people say to me, I want to earn 10K a month and, you know, I want to have 10,000 followers. And I'm like, but are you energetically ready to handle what comes with that? So, for example, if you have 10,000 followers, do you not think you have a fair few naysayers and haters in there as well? And if you get taken out by one naysayer and one hater and you have a mental breakdown for a week, the universe, God, whatever you believe in, goes, I love you. I will not test you more than you can handle. You are not ready for the 10,000 followers. So I believe that we have to keep growing our badassery, right? 
constantly and trust that whatever the reason is, sometimes we will never know it, right? But trust that whatever happens, happens for a reason and it's growing us. That's what I really believe. I think trust is such a big word and it's such a challenging one for many of us because well, for lots of reasons, and I'm not even going to touch on societal expectations, but we, many of right. us, in fact, probably all of us have suffered in some manner in the past where our trust was broken or our trust was tested. And what yeah. I've learned through my work and through my own personal journey is it can be the smallest thing in retrospect that nobody else would think anything of, but it hit you like a ton of bricks and your trust Absolutely. was for me. Um, so yeah, trust is a big thing. Can you think back to a time when you really were tested on that, but you like maybe the first time that you really stepped into trusting, was it the Africa trip? Do you think? So <laughs> I don't know if you've ever made what you call a stupid decision, but this is how I ended up in Africa. <laughs> okay. So um, my lease was up for renewal and we had a three and a half bedroom house. We had everything we needed, right? And all of a sudden I'm like, that's it. I am, we're moving to Africa. And I had a young daughter. She was just in her early teens. And I'm like, we're moving to Africa. We're going to live in Africa with my husband because he lived over there at the time. So we packed, we took a three and a half bedroom house and put it into a small storage shed, which was two meters by two meters, right? So I don't know if you've ever had to get that level of essentialism, right? Like, what am I willing to pay for in the storage shed? But that truly was the start. Like you talk about these small decisions. That's what it is. Me randomly going to a friend's farm in New South Wales where I meet an African guy that I then start a foundation with and my business skills grow astronomically. Like I have no hard feelings against my husband because without him, that small little event that you talked about, I would never have learned how to grow a six-figure business. I would never have the skills that I have, right? So I know that a lot of women, they doubt themselves, right? And they're like, oh, what if I make a bad decision? I truly believe we never make a bad decision. We always make, like, if we're trusting, right, like we trust ourselves and trust that whatever decision we make, and usually, I don't know about you, that first one is usually the right one. And then when we start to doubt that first one, that's when we have problems. But trust, trust, trust in ourselves, trust our intuition, trust our gut and make the decision. Now, did I make a mistake? I don't think I made a mistake. I made a, a decision that put me homeless in the end, but... I believe that the skills, the lessons, like I learned so much about living in minimalism because in Africa, you don't have electricity some days. You don't have water some days. So you learn how to enjoy the simple things because they legit are what you have. So from that moment, trusting myself and trusting that this is not working, I have to make the decision to get out as well, right? I think it was a huge, it's little steps, like you said. It's not this huge, sometimes it's not a huge decision. For me, it was, I'm not living in this anymore and I changed our airfare. We had nowhere to go home to. Like, it's those little tiny decisions that can change our whole life and just trusting that we're making the right one because we either win or we learn. <laughs> and sometimes we learn big time. <laughs> well, I, I, I know from experience too that, the universe will kill, will keep giving me an opportunity to learn the lesson. If I don't, if I, that. if I ignore it or push it down or pretend I was a big pretender, 
true story. I, I mean, really, I, you know, I just put on a smile and I, I have nothing to complain about. But really, the lessons keep coming back up. And to your point, this idea of trusting, even if it's something very small, what, what I find is if I just take a moment and just breathe, okay, what is actually going mm. on? Why do I feel this way? Why did they act yeah. that Like, holy hell, people, what's going on in the world? Then I have the mm -hmm. opportunity to sort of understand and, and ask questions. Because to me, curiosity, being curious is everything, right? If you're not curious, you can't get here. And, uh, you know, I learned the hard way that there was a lot of things about me that I didn't know. I, I just didn't know. There are some things yep. I know as well. I have always known how much I love ice cream. That's a given. I have, that's, that's, everybody in the world knows how much I love ice cream. But there were other things, yeah. no, um, and taking time to slow down and trust, I think, mm -hmm. is a really important component of that. So tell us about what you are doing today. You've alluded to it. I know you're an entrepreneur. I know you're great on social media. But what exactly do you do? So what I do now is the thing that I learned from Africa is simplicity, right? So there are so many activities that women especially do in their business that are taught by big experts with teams, right, that are just not the needle-moving activities in business. So when I decided with social sellers and had so many crash and burn moments, right, from burnout, but what I decided with social sellers is they are truly the highest income-producing activities that we can do in our business, which yield like a 30 to 50% return. That can only be done when you have simple tech, so I am massive on now stripping tech, making everything simple and simple marketing strategies. I see so many women and they're all over the place on social media. And when they're all over the place, they're not getting the results that they want. And a lot of women struggle with tech. So my goal became for social sellers to help women to have financial independence, because I truly believe from lessons of myself and people I've worked with that when women have money, we make better decisions. We make better decisions for our families and we make better decisions for ourselves. So my goal for anyone who comes to me is to simplify tech, to simplify marketing, to get them launched, get them making money and figure out and tweak on the way rather than having a six-month course or program created and like none of that. Get launched, make money because when you start to make money, you start to grow your confidence. When you grow your confidence, you can grow your price tag. So. Is this just for online businesses or do you do brick and mortar as well? No, I actually do bricks and mortar today. So today I am going to an entrepreneurship, which is a whole ton of local businesses here. I'm going to an expo and I'm teaching them how to hack the social media algorithms. So nope, I do local business and I'm obviously growing an e-commerce business. So I know e-commerce very well. Um, but a lot of my clients these days tend to be people who have digital products, coaches, podcasters, authors, those kinds of people you realize that you just named me I did I did <laughs> going here folks you heard it here first um so thank you for sharing that and everybody that's listening just so you know of course the show notes are going to have all of faith is contact information because you really do want to reach out and connect with this girl um question for you when did you realize that you had this skill of making a difference in entrepreneur's life? Like when was this a fairly new thing or are we? does this hark back to the preaching and the teaching from childhood? I think it goes back to the preaching and the teaching. So I was always the child that talked to strangers and was in trouble for it, right? I was always the child that was trying to teach people stuff. 
So I think it does go back to that. But I guess how I really learnt it, learnt it and stepped into that badass part of myself is when I burnt out. So I don't know about you, but if you're doing um, one-on-one calls, if you're doing free masterclasses, if you're doing free, free, free a lot, it is only a matter of time especially if you're hustling and doing free after free, that you, you burn out, right? So my, my um, ability to simplify came from my own need to get out of burnout and actually live the happy life that we start our business for. Because so many women sit trapped behind a computer screen, working more hours than they would at a job, and making no money. So it came from not only my own need, but that preach and teach part of me from childhood that really wants to help other women as well as myself to be able to step out of that hardcore hustle and live a happy life now rather than someday. Such great advice. And I know from experience that it's hard because we want so badly to be successful that we want to, okay, speaking for myself, I want to learn it all, do it all and, and figure it out. But there is no, I don't believe that there, it's not, there is no overnight success. It's it's a two year for me, two, three, yeah. four. It just doesn't, you know, it's it's a bit of a dream, I think, when yeah. we step into this entrepreneurial world, um, that it's just going to happen. You know, if I build it, they will come. I know mm-hmm. that I fell into that. Um, thank you for sharing that, for your opinion on that. I, I That's really great advice. What would you say, to the woman that's listening today that is like, oh, I am thinking about working for myself. What would you say would be one of the first two or three things for her to think about or do in her mind as she's thinking, okay, should I step into this arena? The first thing that I'll say is know your numbers, okay? Because a lot of people come to me and they're like, I want to earn $10,000. It is possible to earn then $10,000, but it's a journey, right? So sometimes people kill themselves by not knowing their numbers. So what is your essential number? So when I say essential number, if I was to cut off your job or income, right, or your husband was to leave you, worst case, what money would you need to pay the electricity, the phone, the food for the kids and your rent or mortgage, right? That's your first goal. You can have the aspirational goals, like the 100,000 goals. That's not saying don't, but have the stepping stones to it. The next thing that I would say is begin with the end in mind. So if you need to earn $2,000 a month, right, don't start with a $27 product. Because if you have a $27 product, the number that you need to sell to hit $2,000 a month is huge right? The number of traffic, because this is what a lot of people don't think about. Nobody talks about the number of traffic that you need. So if you sell one in 10 people, right? So one in 10 people say yes, that's 10 times whatever the number of sales that you need. And that's the number that most people miss, okay? So knowing your numbers is massive. Making sure you're pricing your product to hit your goal in five to 10 sales because that's less overwhelming, right? So reverse engineering is so important. The other thing that I'll say is business is a massive personal development journey. You are going to have to work on your energetics because guess what? People are going to say no. You're going to kick your toe and still have to show up on camera, right? There are 
it is the biggest personal development journey. So if you are someone who hates personal development, then perhaps this may not be for you because a business is going to make you develop whether you want to or not. Because the truth is, if we could get where we wanted to go with who we are now, we would be there right? If everybody who started a business had resilience and emotional intelligence and energetics, right? Everybody would be a millionaire. But that is the biggest obstacle because you can have the simplest sales pages. You can have the ugliest sales pages in some cases, right? You can have the simplest sales strategies. But if you don't believe in you and you don't have the systems to flip it when the negative Nancy hits in your head, guess what? you will struggle to hit your goals, no matter what your goal is, whether it's 10 or $2,000 a month. That is such a good advice. So just to, just to recap it all, what I heard you say was, you know, ladies and gentlemen that are listening, do not be afraid <laughs> of the math. Knowing the math, like don't be afraid of it. You've got to know it. So don't be afraid of the numbers. Learn what you need to learn. Um, be realistic. So... Be realistic. And thirdly, and I think personally, this is the most important, is understand that success is an inside job. I'm quoting Gabby Burns. Mm -hmm. It's so true. Success is an inside job. It does, to your point, it doesn't matter how great the page, how beautiful the website, how fantastic the product. If you have some kind of story that you're telling yourself that limits you in any way, it's going to come up and it's going to do, it's going to rear its ugly head. So I thank you for those points. I agree with him wholeheartedly. And I, I laugh now two years later after jumping into this myself. Um, I loved the first course that I took. She was amazing. And I learned so much about setting up a business online. But in retrospect, I wished I had spent the entire four months having her help me with my money story. Yes. I, can, I could have Googled how to set up a website or, you know, I could have Googled that, but I really yep. need help with some of these stories that I was telling myself. Can you, can you? Yes, relate? absolutely. Yes, absolutely. And I'll, I'll tell you the story because it goes exactly to your point. So I remember when I was doing social sales initially, I was just building websites for people, right? But the thing that I learned is I can give you a sales system that can make you money. But if this doesn't work, nothing works. And I remember this one lady and I said to her, uh, she came back to me a year later. She said, oh, this doesn't work. And I said, oh, let me go in, check it. And I went in and checked it. She had, guess how many people came to her website in that year? Oh, I don't know. What? One person. And when I said to her, honey, um, these are the stats, right? You've had one person to your website. Oh, well, I don't have time to market. And I'm like, you don't have time to market, right? So she had an energetic block against sales, right? And if you have an energetic block around sales, around earning more money, which a lot of women think have blocks around earning more money, right? If you have doubt in people paying you the price tag that you set, guess what? It can be felt in your social media content. It can be felt in your sales pages and it can be felt in however you're selling, whether it's sales course, workshops, whatever, right? When you doubt it, your tonality alone shows, right? So I agree with you. And this is why I became someone who didn't just focus on, you know, the offer and focus on the website and the sales strategy. You have to, have to have daily systems to fix that chatter, fix those money stories and work on them. Because if you don't, they will take you out of the game every single time. 
okay. I'm thinking all of the things that I need to do that I do on a regular basis. But Faith, thank you for that. And it's so, so true. Bottom line is that we all want to be successful, right? And we all deserve, mm. we're all incredibly worthy, but we don't yeah. always. And part of being badass in my world is that we are very um, open and accepting of who we are. That being mm -hmm. it's okay to need help. It's okay to admit you have a story because guess what we all yep. do, right? It's yep. incredibly brave to look at that story. One of the best advice I ever got with, with the training that I've taken was this understanding that the best way to deal with the pain and the drama and, and the trauma, the little t trauma from our past that build these stories is to show it love. So pushing no. it down, ignoring it, pretending that it doesn't exist, and that's not going to do the that's work. But no. accepting that you feel this way, feeling the feels and throwing a bunch of love at it, it will eventually sort of, it'll be, it'll be, you'll be further away from the pain and you will come yeah. to you go, yeah, that's how I used to feel. Wow. Mm -hmm. I feel that way. But today I'm a different person, yep. different girl. So thank you for sharing that with us. Anything last minute that we don't know about you that you want the world to know about you? So the one thing that I wish, like you were talking about four years ago with your program, the one thing that I wished I had known between like with raising my prices, right? The only difference that came is me saying the price, shutting up and genuinely believing I deserved it, right? Like what you just said is so powerful because honestly, that is what changed the game, right? Self-love and belief in ourselves. And we need to have the energetic systems that, you know, like, I don't know about you, but who's here had has so many things on affirmations. And sometimes I am a millionaire brand goes, no, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. So having affirmations or energetic systems that your brain believes as you grow and loving yourself where you are and accepting it and know that you're in the process of growing is absolutely massive and that's what I'm all about I'm all about just get launched do the work and grow because honestly what we do I love it I can pick up and go anywhere and do anything we have true freedom but Running a business does take energetic work. It's not hard. The processes are not hard. The systems can can be really simple. But if you don't do the inner work, boy, are you going to struggle? <laughs> yeah, so true, so true. Well, folks, um, as I've mentioned earlier, all of Faith's contact information will be in the show notes. But Faith, why don't you just say out loud for us how is the best way for our listeners to connect with you and, and hear more about all of the juicy goodness that you bring to your clients so I have a podcast so if you go to www.socialsellerslife.com forward slash links you'll be able to jump on and have a look at my book you'll be able to look at my podcast and also I have a workshop where we're stripping the fluff and getting back to the highest income producing activities that allow us more work less and live dang well happy it's what we all want. So thank you so much for sharing that. Thanks for chatting with me today. And I look forward to connecting with you again, because I know there's more. I know you've got some <laughs> more to share with us. Thank you all for joining us today on another episode of The Art of Badassery. My guest today has been Faith Christensen. And I'm sure you'll all agree, 
She is something else. She's got some amazing energy and lots of beautiful wisdom for those of us that are starting new businesses. Thank you all very much. We'll see you next time. Thank you for tuning in to The Art of Badassery. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and gained valuable insights to help unleash your inner badass. If you found this podcast helpful, please leave a rating or review on your favorite platform. Your feedback not only helps me improve the show, but it also helps others like yourself discover the podcast. Until next time, keep embracing your authenticity and living life on your terms. Here's to you. Thank you.